As many of the readers of this newsletter understand, inflation has gone nuts in the last several years, namely due to the crazy money printing by central banks at the whims of government influence. Guised as a means to protect businesses and people from the impending economic collapse of the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns, the money printer, even in a post-COVID-19 era, has not demonstrated any meaningful change of slowing down in the near future. This is where people fail to understand the danger of inflation that results from fiat money. Even taking the target proverbial inflation rate of 2% per year, the rule of 72 dictates that a dollar today will lose half of its purchasing power approximately every 36 years at a 2% rate. At 2% target inflation, that dollar that you earn today will lose 75% of its value 70, 70 years from now. Talk about an absolute ripoff. So, how do you get around it? Well, you need a hedge, a store of value, something where economic value won't leak away over time. Gold has, has been, and arguably still is, playing a role here. The proverbial notion is that the same amount of gold 250 years ago could buy the same quality three-piece suit today. That is a demonstration of the preservation of purchasing power over time. That is why gold has been considered by many states of old as money for over 5,000 years. That is why up until 1971, many countries were on a gold standard. That is why countries such as Russia, China, and India are stockpiling gold as inflation continues to rise and the U.S. dollar continues to collapse. When the going gets tough, the physical settlement of gold delivers on the promise to pay between nations. The boomer rock continues to come to the rescue. Don't underestimate it. In the digital age, Bitcoin has often been labeled as gold 2.0 an actual improvement on gold itself. This is because unlike gold, Bitcoin has the following additional characteristics. Bitcoin's supply and rate of inflation is known in advance as it's written right into the code. Bitcoin is settled in a finite manner, unlike gold, which is mostly paper traded. More on that another time. Bitcoin is also infinitely divisible while still being useful given the digital characteristics. Paying with gold dust, however, is a tad harder as transactions get smaller. And finally, Bitcoin is just cheaper to settle with than gold, and it's verifiable. All good things, yes. But does, gold, does Bitcoin still hold up as an inflationary hedge? In short, yes. Before I jump into the details of the analysis, I do just need to clarify a misconception around inflation. When you hear the inflation number, latest number is 8.5% in the United States for March, that implies that the proverbial basket of goods today is 8.5% more expensive than March of the previous year. It is not the previous month, though at this rate, it might as well be. So <clears throat> how does the U.S. dollar hold up? Using U.S. data since January 2020, through to March of 2022, the U.S. dollar has lost 14% of its purchasing power. 
That means that since the beginning of the pandemic, the money you earned over that difficult period can only get you 86% of what you could before. Don't worry though, the S&P 500 returned over 28% in that same time frame. So anybody being compensated with stock options is doing okay, just not you. It's important that our captains of industry are protected. So Bitcoin, can it be a hedge? Absolutely. Even with the insane volatility experienced by Bitcoin, the asset class still continues to serve as a hedge against your loss of purchasing power from government fiscal and central bank monetary policy. My analysis of using just a 1% allocation of every dollar earned since the start of 2020 would actually result in a gain of your overall purchasing power today versus keeping a 100% cash allocation. Instead of having $86 of purchasing power today, you will have ended with a purchasing power closer to $140. That's even a 40% return, which is greater than the 28% stipulated by the S&P 500. And you only needed to put away 1% of your earning. This is the power of getting off zero. I've written about it before. I encourage you to read up on it and learn about it if you haven't already. I've linked the article below. So, don't let Bitcoin's volatility scare you. Volatility is what gives assets their yield. At a future date, I'll write about how Bitcoin is actually demonstrating decreasing volatility over time as it becomes more expensive. For now, get yourself off of a 0% allocation. I don't care what the number is. Just get off zero. Don't make it more than you can afford to lose and don't make it 0%. Like 2008, if the COVID-19 pandemic has taught us anything, it's that the established interests will always find a manner to socialize business losses onto the rest of society at the expense of its population. The bankers got bailed out in 2008. Big businesses got bailed out in 2020. This crony system of capitalism needs to fail. We need real capitalism to come back. One that embraces failure and punishes stupid business decisions with bankruptcy. Buy Bitcoin and give the dying system the finger in the process. Until then, protect yourself and hodl on.